Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I have very limited time to preach the Word of God. So I'm going to go ahead and preach the word. It will be a very straightforward message. We'll not go around the bush. Just go to the word and tell you what it is. And I believe that we need to hear the word of God. I learned one thing about education. Education must be simplistic and very repetitive. Or in other words, people may say redundant. Repetitive means again and again and again. If you read the Bible, you notice that God say things again and again and again in order to get into our spirit. So today I would like to talk about the way to victory or the way out from calamity and from the perishing situation. I'm going to read again 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise as some count slackness but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, not willing that even one person on this planet Earth should perish, but all should come to repentance. There are many types of perishing. The final perishing is eternal lake of fire, or we call hell. But on earth, there are different types of perishing. Being broke, being sick, broken home, broken relationship, depression, inability to sleep, bad dreams. Some people could not sleep for months and months and years and years. I received the testimony of a sister in our church who just came to church lately, and she could not sleep for years and years. She had nightmare every night. And she came to revival service. I cast demon out of her. And after that, she slept like a baby. That is perishing. The inability to sleep. And God gives us the antidote or the medication or the way to come out from perishing. Either it perishing or destruction on this earth or destruction at the final. That is the eternal lake of fire. And the way to come out from preaching is repentance. This is not a popular word in the church in America, repentance. But we need to talk about it because it's a key for all of you to come out from preaching. Let me read a few scriptures here before I preach the word. Second Timothy chapter 3, 16 to 17 the Bible says all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. The reason I need to read this Scripture is to let you know that I'm going to read many Scriptures, and our church and I myself believe that every Scripture is inspired by God. We believe that every scripture was written for us and for the people in the whole world. 
So we will not cut any scripture out from the Bible. Read another one, Mark chapter one verse fifteen. This is what the Lord Jesus said: "The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is so near. Do we want to get into the kingdom? The kingdom of God is full of grace, mercy, healing, and victory. We get into the kingdom. How? Repent and believe." In the gospel, everyone say repent. Everyone say believe. Acts chapter two thirty six to thirty eight. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know as surely that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Christ means the Anointed One. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to their heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren. What shall we do? The people in Jerusalem at that time knew that they were in trouble, so they asked the question: What can we do to get off out of troubles? Then Peter said to them, "Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit." I read all this scripture to show to you that. Again and again, there are two key words in coming out from destruction and getting into the victory in life. Two words: number one, faith or belief; and two, repentance. Do you know that demons also believe that Jesus is the Christ or the Son of God? Satan also believes that Jesus is the Son of God. But one component that they did not have is that they do not repent. The difference between true Christians, or born again Christians, and people who just quote that I believe in God, oh yes, I believe in God, is the word repentance. Truly born again Christians must repent, must turn away from our old way or our sinful way. John chapter three verse eighteen: He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son. Why Jesus say, if you don't believe in Jesus, you are condemned. You are going to be in trouble. All human beings have sinful nature. We all make mistake. I make mistake. You make mistake. We all have sin against God, and the Bible say the wages of sin is death. So, if we continue in sin and reject the Lord Jesus Christ who paid for our sin, we can have to pay for it. And what is the payment or the wages of sin? Destruction, perishing, curses, problems and problems and problems. That's why I don't need to watch the TV. I know what is the new in there. The TV. The TV will tell me all the bad stuff because the world is full of sinners. We're gonna hear all the bad stuff in the TV. I rather read the Bible. I don't want to hear all the bad news. I want to hear the good news. Mark chapter sixteen, fifteen to sixteen. The Bible say, He said to them, "Go into the world and preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, and who does not believe will be condemned." In fact, we will not be condemned. When we believe, because Jesus Christ took the wages of sin on Him, He took the sickness, 
death, calamity, curses upon him, and he gave us the unreasonable exchange. He took the bad, and he gave us the good. Thank God that when we come to Jesus, we can enter into victory, divine health, and salvation. And all kinds of good things that God gave to us through Jesus Christ, but we must believe that that is for us, and that's what Jesus has done for us. John chapter eight verse twenty-four. I told you that you would die in your sins. Sins cause death. There are two kinds of death. Actually, three kinds of death. I'm sorry, three kinds. Number one, death in life right now, spiritual death, which means that. You have no relationship with God, and that spiritual death will cause us to have other problems in life. The second one is physical death. Everyone will die one day, physical death. But we don't need to enter the second death, that is, eternal lake of fire, if we believe in Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus said, "You would die in your sins if we don't repent. We keep sinning." We would die in our sin if you do not believe that I am the one I claim to be. He claimed to be the Son of God, the Messiah. You will indeed die in your sins. Jesus is the answer for us to come out from perishing, from death and destruction. But we need to believe in Him, and we need to repent. John chapter 14, verse 6. As I say, I'm going to read many scripture today. I just use the scripture to preach to you. Jesus answered, "I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." Jesus claimed to be the way, the way to victory, the way to heaven, the way out from calamity, the way out from sickness and disease, the way out from curses and bondages, the way out from perishing, the way, the truth, and the way to the kingdom of God. In order to get to the kingdom, get to the things of heaven, we need to believe in Jesus, and we need to believe, and we need to repent of our sin. Matthew seven thirteen to fourteen. Enter by the narrow gate. Now he talk about gate. He is the gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. Then there are many who go. In by it, go into the wide gate or broad road or broad way, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. The Bible says that there are two choices here: narrow gate, small gate. That is Jesus Christ, because you need to repent as a human being. We tend to choose easy way. We live according to our flesh. We want to do whatever we want. We don't care about God, and that's why the Bible says that is the wide way, very broad way. We do whatever we want, but the narrow way is to believe in Jesus and repent of our sins. We cannot do whatever we want anymore. We need to do what God wants. Forgive people, love people, give to people, be faithful in your job, do the right thing. Don't cheat taxes. Don't commit adultery. Don't get into pornography. Don't do those things that please your flesh. You need to repent of your sin. 
A lot of people have their own ideas about how to go to heaven. They create their own ideas. They reject the Bible. So anytime false teachers come in and say something to please their ear and to make them happy, they receive it. But when we talk about the word here, the Bible, they don't want it. That's why our church, we want to stay with the Bible. We are not going to follow man's idea. We are not going to please anybody. We have to tell you the truth, only the truth, and so that you will be set free. You can get into the eternal life and super abundant life. Amen? So we're going to follow the Bible, and the Bible says the way out from calamity and the way back into eternal life and super abundant life is faith and repentance. John chapter 10 verse 7, this is the claim of Jesus. Jesus said to them again, Most actually I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. Brother and sister, the only way that we can get out from calamity and destruction is through the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no other way. And that's what he claimed. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the door. Jesus is the way for us to get back to the relationship with the Father. First John chapter 5, 10 to 12. He who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. He who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his Son. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his Son, Jesus Christ. Only one way to go to eternal life is through the Lord Jesus, his Son. He who has the Son has life. How many people want life? You remember I read from last Sunday. Choose now cursing or blessing. Choose now death or life. I choose life. I want life. He who does not have the Son does not have life. For the past 34 years, I gave my life to Jesus Christ. Actually, 36 years. I gave my life to Jesus in 1980. And I see that my life changed so much. I enter into the newness of life. I enter into the new way. My life has been blessed so much. God healed me, healed my wife. God take care of us. God really provide for us. We are entering into new life after I accept Jesus Christ into my life and I repent of my sin. The Bible never lies. It's true. When you gave your life to Jesus, when you repent of your sin, you begin to walk into the new life, walk into the victory. And the devil cannot touch you that much anymore because you have a special protection from God. The devil cannot attack you easily anymore. You can live a victorious life. The devil or evil spirit will continue to attack people. And one of the ways that he attacks people is to drop the suggestion, the idea into your ear, to ask you to stop serving the Lord, stop going to church, stop believing in Jesus. The devil will drop into your ear like this. I don't know how many of you heard this kind of thing in your own mind. He will say like this to you. You know you are so beautiful. You're so smart. I think you have been robbed by 
the narrow way of Christian walk. You lose so many fun in your life. You can have fun. You can have more money. You can have more reputation and fame. If you just quit going to church and quit believing in God, you're going to enjoy your life more. Our job is to say, no, I resist you. I'm going to follow the Bible. Because the Bible says that the way to life is the narrow way. I'm going to follow the Bible. I'm not going to follow your idea. You resist and say, get out of here. I'm not going to listen to you. This is the reason why we produce so many teachings into the MP3 and into the internet so that you can know the truth. And when the devil lies to you, he cannot get you because you know the truth to resist against him. But some Christians open their mind and receive that lies from the enemy and say, yeah, it's right. I can have fun in life. I don't need to believe in Jesus anymore. I don't need to repent I can live whatever lifestyle I want to live on. Hey, I think I should quit going to church. I should quit reading the Bible. I should walk away from Jesus. I don't care anymore. I would just want to have fun. Even Jesus himself faced this situation while he was on earth. Jesus told the disciple, I'm going to be arrested. I'm going to be whipped and spit on, and I will be crucified, and I will die. When Jesus said that, what happened? Matthew 16, 22 to 23. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, mean Jesus, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me. You know, Jesus says many strong words, many strong expressions, but I believe this is one of the strongest expressions that I Read about Jesus' comment or Jesus' words. He said, get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me. For you are not my fool of the things of God, but the things of men. Wow. Jesus recognized right away that the word that came out from Peter did not come from Peter. It came from Satan. Can Satan use people to talk to you? Can Satan use pastor to talk to you? Yeah. Satan can use church leader to talk something to you. That's why we need to have this book to wait what people say. We cannot just go by what people's comment. We need to know the Bible. And Jesus know right away that this is not from God because God sent him to, into the world to die for mankind. But Satan said, no, 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 don't go there. Jesus stopped and resisted the devil right at that second. We should do the same thing. We should be prepared to face this kind of comment in life. The devil is going to send somebody to speak to you. Oh, don't go to New Hope International Church. The pastor preached too strong. He is not sensitive to my feeling. You know, you need to say, get behind me, Satan. I'm glad that he preached strong. He preached the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus stopped right away because he doesn't want to have the feeling called feel entitled. You know, this is the trick of the enemy. Entitlement and bitterness is the thing that the devil used to get us out from faith. I am entitled to be treated well. I deserve better treatments. 
I deserve to be rich. I deserve to be famous. Oh, if I believe in in Jesus and I serve Jesus, I may not be as famous. I may not be as rich. That is a lie of the enemy. It's not true. He would use this kind of self-pity sensation. He would use this kind of word. Oh, you know, the church used me too much, spend too much of my time. I'd rather go out to make more money. But you're going down to destruction. Brother and sister, don't listen to the devil. Don't have that feeling of entitled. Everything comes to us by grace. We don't deserve anything. We are here by grace. We still have the heartbeat, and we can breathe today by death. We don't deserve anything. So we should be thankful every day that we live. Amen? Amen. The devil is very subtle. And he will not come to the front door. He will come in the back door and use all kinds of tricks and techniques to get you out from Christianity, to get you out from Jesus Christ. And eventually you will backslide, and the final outcome is that you will walk away from God completely. I have seen that. I have been a pastor for 30 years now, and I've seen people who come in, get excited, and one day walk away from God 100%. Now, I'm going to come to the heavy subject. I'm going to read a few scripture. That is not heavy enough. 1 John chapter 5, verse 16. Sometimes we need some stake. Okay. If anyone sees his brother sinning a sin which does not lead to death, he will ask. It means he will pray. And he will give him life. In other words, God answered the prayer that that person repent and turn around. For those who commit sin not leading to death. There is sin. Listen carefully. This is the sentence I want to emphasize. There is sin leading to death. I do not say that he should pray about that. Ooh, very strong sentence here. There's a sin that leads to death. We are talking about spiritual death. If you read 1 John chapter 5 carefully, you can see that John was talking about spiritual death. The relationship with God is destroyed. It's broken. It's not about physical death alone, but it's about the relationship with God. I read 11 to 13. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life. And this life is in His Son. If we want life, we need His Son, Jesus Christ. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son does not have life. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. John said, life is in the Son of God. And if we believe in the Son, we repent of our sin, we will have life. I shared with you last Sunday, I talked to many doctors in the hospital that, is young, uh, that are younger than me. Wow, so many troubles. They told me uh, the family broken down, sickness, cancer, all kind of stuff. And I was, while I was listening, I'm so thankful to God that I have life of God inside me. I'm still healthy, strong, keep running the race, still happy, sleep well every night when my head drops on the pillow. Within one second, I'm gone. 
And then I woke up at six, and I go on again. Every night I slept well. I have no bad dream. Every day I can eat. I have good appetite. I have to control my appetite, though. I don't want to eat too much. So God is life is in me. So a the life of God is in me through Jesus Christ. So this is talking about spiritual life and spiritual death. And there is a sin that leads to death. That John say you don't even have to pray about it. Let it go. Who? Very strong. We should let it go. Don't even pray about it because God will not answer you. Okay. Now let's look at what kind of sin is that that leads to death. Have you ever heard the word unpardonable sin? A lot of people get deceived by the devil that you sin the sin that God will never forgive you. There is only one sin that God will never forgive you, and that's what we're going to talk about here. Okay. So if you lie, you can repent any time. If you watch bad movie, you can repent any time. If you cheat, you can repent. But this is a sin that you should not get into because it will lead to death. Hebrews chapter six verses one to six. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation. There are a few. Foundations of the elementary principle in the Bible that every Christian should know. This is a foundation. Number one, repentance from dead works. Two, a faith toward God. Wow! Do you know why God put these two principle as a number one and number two? You remember, I read Mark chapter one verse fifteen. I read Acts chapter two. I read Second Peter chapter three, verse nineteen, talking about what faith and repentance. In order to get out from hell, get out from calamity and perishing, we need to have faith in Jesus, and we need to repent of our sin. Two basic things to start your Christian walk. Without these two, you are not born again. You can claim I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. But if you don't repent, you are not born again Christians. Repentance and faith toward God of the doctrine of baptism. We have four kind of baptism: baptism with water, baptism with the Holy Spirit, baptism with fire, and you are baptized into the body. Four kind of baptism in the Bible, and laying on of hands. How many people know the laying on of hand is the basic? Some people come to our church. You lay hand. Oh, I go to other church. They don't lay hand on me. What is going on here? Yes, laying on of hand is basic. Is foundation of resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. These are all basic teaching and principle in the Bible. And this we will do if God permits. Should I come and teach all this thing? Maybe I should teach about all this basic one of these day. Listen carefully. I'm going to come to the main subject here. For it is impossible for God. All things are possible. Is that right? But only one thing that is impossible for God. This is interesting. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. If they fall away to renew them again to repentance, 
It's impossible to get Christians who know the Bible, who used to walk with God, who have been filled with the Holy Spirit speaking in tongue, who experienced the glory of God, the presence of God, who know the Bible, who experienced the goodness of God. But one day they say, oh, I'm tired of this. I'm going to walk away. I don't want to have anything to do with Jesus anymore. I reject Jesus now. I'm not going to go to church right now. It's done deal. I'd rather go back to the world. I'd rather have fun and enjoy my life. That particular kind of people on earth, there is no way they will get back to Christianity and come back to repentance again. If they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucified again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. My dear brother and sister, this is the way the devil is going to destroy Christian, is to speak to you that walking with God is boring. You are robbed by walking with God. Get out into the world again. Forget about Jesus. Don't do that. Don't follow God. And if you follow him, follow his suggestion, totally walk away from Jesus. You completely reject the grace of God. Then damnation. No way you can come back. It's done. You will never be able to repent again. This is what the Bible warns us. And God gives us the example in the Bible of the Hebrew people in the Old Testament who got saved from Egypt, who experienced the Red Sea open up, experienced the manna and the water from out of the rock. And while they were walking in the wilderness, they totally rejected the law of God. And they say, I don't want this. They even make an idol, the golden calf. And what happened to them? Let me read Hebrew chapter 10, 26 to 29. For if we sin willfully, after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remain a sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fiery indignation, which will devour the adversary. Anyone who has rejected Moses' law dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Of how much worse punishment do you suppose? Will he be Thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing and insulted the Spirit of grace. Exactly the same way Hebrews say in Hebrews chapter 6. Some people experience God, but now put Jesus under their foot. I don't care you anymore, Jesus. I walk away from you. They treat the blood of Jesus as common. And they insulted the spirit of grace. They walk away from their faith. And they never come back. And that is because sin leads to death. In conclusion, what I try to warn you today. This is a vaccine to warn you, okay? Today the preaching is to warn you. To make sure that you don't get into this problem. According to all this scripture, I believe that once you are saved, 
you will always be saved as long as you still believe in Jesus and you repent of your sin on a regular basis. But once you're saved, you become a Christian, born again. But one day you reject Him and walk away, and you say, "No more Jesus, no more repentance." No more the blood of Jesus. You totally walk away. You will definitely lose your salvation, because that sin of rejecting Jesus leads to death. And I'm gonna follow the Bible. If somebody in the church does that, I'm sorry, I cannot pray for you, because you will never come back anyway. I rather pray for somebody else. I don't want to waste my time. This is worse than unbeliever rejecting Jesus, because you already have tasted the power of the world to come. You already experienced the grace of God. Do you know why Hebrew chapter 10 was written? Because in that generation, the Jewish Christians were tempted to walk away from Jesus and go back to Judaism, because they were persecuted so much. So that's why Paul. Wrote the book of Hebrew to warn them: Please don't do it. Stay on it. Stay in your faith, so that you will not lose your salvation. You may commit many terrible sins, but in God there is always forgiveness. There is always restoration. There is always healing. You may commit so many sins over the past year, but if you come back to Him and say, "God, I'm sorry," and repent of your sin. He will always forgive you. He can turn your life around, and he can bless you again. He is a God of the second chance, third chance. He is the God of the lost and found. He will give you the second chance again, the third chance again, as long as you come back to him and repent of your sin. But if you totally reject Jesus Christ and you walk away and say, "I don't care about this name anymore." That will be very sad. That will be a big calamity, because that sin will lead to death. Amen. We all have sin. I've sinned too myself, and I need to repent every day. I can come to God every day and ask God for forgiveness, and repent and turn around and say, "I will not do it again." I just repent every single day. This is the good news. First John chapter four. 14 to 15. I will finish here. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as a Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in Him, and He in God. I would. Continue to confess that Jesus is my God. I will continue to walk in repentance every day until the last day of my life. Believing in God, repentance is a daily lifestyle until we leave this world. It's not just happening in the church on Sunday. You continue to confess that Jesus is the Son of God. You continue to repent of your sin every single day. How many people say that? I cannot confess that Jesus is my God. All the days of your life, raise your hand up. How many people say I cannot repent every day? Amen. The Bible say that 
Those who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. Amen? I want to be saved from any calamity, from any problems in my life. And that happened to me so many times. So many times. Accident going to happen? I call on the name. I, I told you the story. I was driving downhill on the snow. Very slippery snow at Harborview Hospital. Very steep hill in downtown Seattle. And I came to America only a few months, and I don't know how to drive on the snow. So I stepped on the brake. Very hard. You know what happened to the car on the snow? <laughs> Not fun. The car sl- slid right away into another car. And I remember the Bible say, those who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Can you imagine? The car stopped in the middle of the road. It did need, need not hit. Just stopped like this. I believe God sent my guarding angel. <laughs> I did not have to pay more car insurance premium. I did not have to repair my car. It stopped. Sometime when I performed surgery and the bleeding came out so badly from deep part of the brain in here, very deep. There is a vessel deep in here. And the blood just come out like you open the tap of water. like, And I say, within a few minutes, this patient is going to die because you cannot lose blood more than two liters. If it keep coming out, the patient is going to die on the table. You know who, whose name I call? It's so hard because you have one hand, to, another hand try to stop, and the blood more than your suction. The suction cannot control that bleeding. Jesus! And all the nurse, amen, because they know this is serious. And suddenly the blood stopped. If we call on the name of the Lord, we will be saved. Amen. Anytime I face problem, Jesus, by faith. <laughs> and he always come true. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to close in prayer, and I will do something quickly. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, that this teaching will stay in our mind, in our spirit, that we will always confess the name of Jesus, and we will always, Lord, repent of our sins. Lord, we want to have life. We want to have super abundant life on earth here. Abundant life and more abundantly, Lord. And we want to have eternal life in heaven. One day, We're going to live with you for eternity in heaven. Father, we thank you so much for the message in the Bible to remind us not to lose our salvation, not to walk away from relationship with Jesus. Father, thank you for the gift from heaven called repentance, that we can repent anytime and we can come out from calamity and destructions, Father. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. 
Thank you.